Hey, Coder Girls and Allies. Welcome to another episode of Girls Who Code, the podcast. I'm Tiffany. I'm Alexis. And I'm Lily. And we're your hosts. As we mentioned in our last episode, today we'll be talking about non-software engineering CS careers. Yeah, so we've prepared a list of careers for you, and we're going to give a brief description of each. The first couple of careers in our list is data analyst or business analyst. So basically for this kind of role, you would be dealing a lot with spreadsheets, data, and coding, um, maybe more on the stats and business side of things. It could be very valuable with a CS degree. Like I know that stats coding and CS coding is a little bit different, but still just having that background would be super valuable. Um, the next career that we want to talk about is project or product management. So I'm actually taking a class called project and product management right now in the comp school and it's finishing up next week. So product management is the combination of design, technology, and business. And it's kind of like project management, but instead of managing a team, you're more focused on one particular product and you take it through the entire development cycle. So goals of the product manager are to communicate with different stakeholder groups, such as like translating between engineers and executives and managing um, all the different stakeholder interests. Also a successful product manager has to know how to manage a team and keep the team morale up. Our next position is the system administrator. And if you're interested in hardware, servers, or circuits, this would be a great position for you. And their responsibilities include maintaining upkeep and configuration and reliable operation of computer systems. So this would involve things like installing, upgrading, and monitoring software and hardware, while also maintaining things like the operating system, uh, any business applications or security tools, web servers, emails, anything involving hardware, circuits, networking, and software. Yeah, so then next on our list is the technical consultant role. So if you are familiar with consulting, technical consulting is basically like management consulting, but more specific and on a technical level. So basically how consulting works is that when a firm or a group needs something super technical or specific to be done, they can call a technical consulting firm. So let's say that UVA wants a new bridge built, but they don't have civil engineers to build that bridge. They might call a technical consulting firm and those engineers would then design it for them and then they would hire someone else to build it. So basically as a consultant, especially a technical consultant, you're solving someone else's engineering problems for them. And this is a little bit more broad than just CS, but a CS background could be super valuable for this role as well. Next, I'm going to talk about roles in UI UX. So this includes designers, researchers, developers, writers, and more. Um, this falls under the broad umbrella of customer experience. So basically, if you have a Venn diagram, the smallest circle inside, that's UI, so user interface, is what the user sees. And then outside of that circle is user experience, or UX, um, which is everything that they interact with and the entire user experience of a system. 
And then finally, outside of that is customer experience. So this includes customer service as well as stuff on a product level. And I'm actually taking human-computer interaction, which is focused more on design, so UI, UX, and Tiffany's my TA, so she is the subject matter expert. Yeah, Lily's actually in my class, and it's super exciting to be able to explore an area of CS that you don't have to code so much for because it's not really my forte in CS. Basically, as a UI or UX designer, um, you would be focusing on usability um, of different products that you're designing, as well as testing, iteration, prototyping, and just the whole process of human-centered design. Oh, yeah, that's been really fun to explore so far. And I want to talk about the software testing or quality assurance engineers. This is actually what I worked on this past summer. And it could be either black box, white box, or gray box testing, which means how much of the code you actually know or are able to access and see. So black box is, um, if you envision the code in a box, the black box is you can't see through the box. You're just testing the user experience to see if there's any edge cases, bugs, crashes that need to be fixed. Whereas white box testing is when you know um, exactly what's in the code and you're trying to um, implement test cases that stretch each line of your code to make sure that each line of your, the code that you wrote is doing exactly what you want it to. Overall, the software testing engineers ensure that the code that was written is created or created the right product and it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Something else that the quality assurance engineers can do are automate test cases. So this is actually what my brother is doing right now and he's having a lot of fun, but it eliminates a lot of manual testing that the engineers might have to complete. And it allows more time for ad hoc testing. So focusing on a specific feature. And then um, we're actually learning about all of this um, testing information in my advanced software development class as well. So all very interesting. A position more related to web and website visitation and other features about surfing the web would be a web analytics manager. And this position provides a leadership opportunity for supporting web analytical tools that provide insight on a website's visitation number in order to then create a deeper engagement and connection with the user. And this can improve online conversations and allow a greater experience for the user. So when you're visiting a website, imagine there's a system that's tracking every place that you're clicking. So this analytical position would be tracking you through your experience on a website and they'll be monitoring your movements, how many times you're clicking on something, whether or not you're leaving a website page or you're going to a next one. And yeah, just anything related to your interaction with a website and the web analytics manager would manage the system and be able to improve a website based on the analytics that they receive from a user. A lot of companies use this information to determine which features are actually being used or perhaps if they need to improve something that isn't being used a lot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's integral to website development for sure. And another one that's also very ingrained in web applications would be an information architect. So this position is also another position that enhances a user's experience. And this is strictly around the 
the design of information on a website. So how things are laid out, whether or not it's, if it's in a clear or concise way, and it really delves into uh, the design and overall organization of information on a website. So they develop these uh, design strategies from any collected data that they have from test cases and uh, maybe like beta testing and things like that. And they're able to ask users how they interact with their system to then get feedback to improve a website. That's really cool. So integral to what they're working on. Um, and lastly, what we want to talk about is cybersecurity professionals. So that could be security analysts, administrators, or engineers. And UVA actually has a cybersecurity focal path if you're interested in. And you can end up getting certified along with um, your degree at the end of the four years. And then classes that are helpful or at least pertaining to cybersecurity are intro to cybersecurity, defense against the dark arts, and computer forensics. But all of this leads to the cybersecurity field, which is typically split into two major distinctions. So the blue and red teams. The red team is more offensive. So trying to break into their own systems and finding vulnerabilities, whereas the blue team is more defensive. So they're securing the systems and defending against hackers or intruders, or even the red team themselves. So often they work together to make sure that the system is free of vulnerabilities and free of any backdoors, just making sure that their program or website or app or company itself with their information is kept safe. Also, Professor Orbaugh, she was the professor for Intro to Cybersecurity when I took it. Um, she's had so much experience in both fieldwork and research in cybersecurity. She has mentioned like flying out to Arizona and testing um, like military's um, technical systems, trying to break into their systems and finding those vulnerabilities. So it certainly is an exciting job. Thanks, Lily. So by no means is this a complete comprehensive list of all of the non-software engineering CS careers. These are simply just a couple of ideas. Thank you all for coming to the game night last week. It was so much fun. And be sure to come out to the Raspberry Pi workshop this coming Wednesday with Professor Chan. If you haven't signed up yet, you still have time. You'll get a free hardware kit and a really cool lesson. That sounds wonderful. I'm so excited for the Raspberry Pi workshop. To summarize today's episode on Girls Who Code, the podcast, we talked about careers in and around computer science, including data analysis and business analysis, project and product manager, system administrator, technical consultant, UI UX designer, software test engineer, web analytics manager, information architect, and cybersecurity professionals. Join us next time to hear from some special guests. Thank you so much for tuning in today, everyone. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye, Cutters. Bye, Cutters. <laughs>